After putting the film work of week one in the NFL to bed and we head towards week two, thought we'd take a look at maybe a handful of teams that I do think have legitimate concerns after week one. Look, it's one week of 17 games, but it's not about the loss. It's about how they've looked and the potential problems that I see, you know, going forward, that's going to maybe underline the fact that these are going to be more difficult issues than just a, a loss here or there. It's a fact that they are going to struggle in if they don't figure out some of these things and figure it out really quickly. So the teams that I think after week one have some real concerns uh, that they need to address uh, in this time of year, it's about getting your team better, not, uh, you know, internally. So that is the topic. Teams that should be concerned after week one in the NFL on today's Landry Football Podcast, part of the Landry Football Podcast Network, which you can get by subscribing, liking, and sharing the Landry Football Podcast Network on Apple, on Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Also a reminder to check out LandryFootball.com for all the latest football information, analysis on the college and pro game. LandryFootball.com is where you want to be. Take advantage of the football season sale that we've got going. It's the best deal that we have going. Um, Try it for a month. Try it for six months. Um, But our 12-month package, the football season sale, is the best deal that we have going. Uh, Also, a a reminder to spread the word, if you would, to your friends and family about uh, LandryFootball.com. It's how we can you know, make it and stay alive to provide the football content that we provide for you. We bring, we bring you uh, football on the college and NFL level from a coaching, scouting, front office perspective, um, using our background as a player, coach, scout, um, football administrator, scouting administrator, college, NFL recruiting. If it's been, uh, if it can be done in football, certainly done it in provide you that insight that no one else can provide you. So LandryFootball.com and the Landry Football Podcast Network are two must for the football season and really 12 months around in season and out of season. After week one of the regular season, it was always kind of nerve wracking when you lost. There's a pressure to go down 0-2. You know, we we looked at the season in the quarters. Now that there's 17 games, it doesn't exactly match up into quarters, but the same thing still applies. You go down 0-2, and yeah, it's only one game, it's only two games, and it's a long season. But you start putting yourself behind the eight ball, you're you're not going to be able to run the table more than likely uh, to the degree of what you needed to do. For example, the Detroit Lions finished well last year. Boy, they were hot and everybody's starlit going into this year. However, the fact that they didn't start off as strong was the reason they couldn't make the playoffs. They finished great, but the poor start cost them. So these games matter, but they matter more than just one game or two games. That can be made up. What can't be made up as easily is the problems that are unearthed in the first loss. So I wanted to go into about five teams that I think there, I see some real concerns when breaking them down on tape. 
that could be there. And and it doesn't necessarily mean they're going to lose, go 0-2 or 0-3 or anything like that. It means these are issues that need to be correct, identified and corrected. It's a roller coaster season. Um, but, you know, there are some teams, you know, um, the Chiefs, the Vikings, the Seahawks, the Chargers, the Bengals, and the Bills who lost on the road. The Giants, um, uh, you know, you know, if you think about it, six playoff teams from last year lost his favorites, four of them at home. So am I overly concerned about the Chiefs, Chargers, Vikings? You know, it, it's interesting. The Giants are the seventh. They were three-point underdog, but they were embarrassed at home. So here's to take a look at, and I'm going to eliminate the Chargers and the Bills since they've had close losses. Um, let's take a look at some teams that I think should be concerned. I think the Giants are definitely one of them. Uh, they're a talented team on both sides of the ball, but not overly talented. And it was a really bad loss. The protection was a real problem against a very good Cowboys pass rush, no doubt. But they held the Giants to 171 total yards. And scored on a block field goal. Last year, the Giants maximized everything. I mean, they did all the little things well, and they maximized every all of their potential. Do they think and do they have a feeling inside that building that they're better than what they really are? Because what made them good was that they did all the little things well. You see their talent exposed in a game like that. There was the opposite of doing the little things well. They, they got behind and they were overwhelmed, absolutely overwhelmed. High expectations. They signed Daniel Jones. They got Saquon Barkley. Look, the Eagles and the Cowboys are just significantly better in terms of talent. Um, the Giants have now lost five straight, 12 of the last 13 to the Cowboys and four straight to the Eagles. So they don't match up in their division. And I think they need to shore up the offensive line. They need to find a way to run the football. They've got a winnable game against Arizona, but then they've got San Francisco on Thursday night, home to Seattle, Miami, Buffalo. I mean, we're looking at a two and four, one and five start for the Giants, and they will not be a playoff team. Seattle, I thought they were in a position to battle San Francisco in the West. The Niners look great. Um, the Rams embarrass the Seahawks. Um, outscoring them 23-0 in the second half. Um, Seattle lost both of his offensive tackles to injury during the game. Uh, Charlie Cross with the knee, a toe for Abraham Lucas. That allowed the Rams to put on a big-time heat on Geno Smith. They couldn't throw the football. Geno was awful because of it. Um, they got road games ahead, aforementioned Giants, but Cincinnati and Baltimore. Killer stretch in weeks 12 to 15. San Francisco at Dallas, at San Francisco, at Philadelphia. Not saying it's panic time, but it's a difficult task. And with those injuries coupled with the loss, I'm concerned about that team maybe being a playoff team, which I thought they clearly were. I got I pumped the brakes on that <clears throat> after one week. Minnesota, another team like the Giants last year that Found a way to win a lot of close games. And when you watch them on tape, they look like a, you know, a 10 and 17. And won more games than that. Um, they squandered a chance to blow out the Buccaneers in the first half. They outgained their opponent 
but they were tied at um, at halftime. Three turnovers by Kirk Cousins. Costly penalties. Sloppy. Um, Justin Jefferson played well. The running game couldn't get anything on track. The defense ranked very poorly last year, brought in Brian Forrest, did fine in the first half, but wore down in the second. They were 11-0 and in one-score games during the 22 season. That didn't carry over to the playoff loss to the Giants. It's not going to carry over this year. Um, the Bucks are a team that should have been a notch-and-get-a-win type game for Minnesota. They couldn't get it done. Now they're looking up at Detroit and Green Bay in a difficult pass on Thursday. I don't think there's much of a chance at all of them beating Philly on Thursday night. So they're starting off 0-2. They got home games with the Chargers, Chiefs, Niners, road tests at Green Bay in the next seven weeks. This team is looking like they're going to get off to a really bad start. And the good fortune of winning all those close games last year uh, are going to quickly turn around. I see a dramatic reversal of fortunes for the Vikings this year. And I think that they're a a seven-loss team, if not more. A little bit concerned about the Bengals. Anything can happen in a division rivalry game. But they just don't play the Browns well. They can't block them up front. And it led to some big-time issues for Joe Burrow. He's never won in Cleveland. And I think the, the, the injury that, you know, Joe Burrow needs work. He needs sharpness. That's, he needs to fine-tune. He always does that. When he's not healthy, he can't do that. So I worry about him getting off to a slow start. They went three and out seven times. Um, they limited the defense, limited Deshaun Watson to 154 passing yards, but they couldn't defend the run. I'm not going to overreact yet, but if they fall to the Ravens Sunday, there's some real cause for concerns because they got road tests beginning in week eight at San Francisco, Baltimore, Jacksonville, Kansas City. They are close to playing their way out of it really quickly. And this is where the injury and the lack of the time to get sharp that Joe Burrow constantly works on. This is where I think they – it looks like this team could get off to a really difficult start and after play their way, maybe making the playoffs as a wild card. We don't know. Obviously, the Baltimore game is pivotal. Am I – Overly concerned about the Chiefs, I am not. But they didn't look anywhere near as good in the loss to Detroit. Um, Mahomes didn't have Kelsey. He'll get him back. Chris Jones is back. Kadarius Tony, tons of drops. Um, they were 5 of thir- 15 on third downs and fourth downs. Defense without Jones only sacked Jared Goff once. But what if Jones misses because he's missed a lot of time? What if he gets injured? What if he misses more games due to injury? What if Kelsey goes down again? You know, who's going to step up at receiver? I, there are more questions. This is a a, a uh, upper-level rich people problem, as we like to say. This only relates to their ability to win it all. And right now, I have a little real concerns about them. Um, Three of its next four games are on the road. See if they get back on track against Jacksonville, who's certainly going to be – didn't play great against Indy, but got a win. Um, 
the week four Sunday night game against the Jets. Now, it's less of an issue with Aaron Rodgers out. Um, Vikings don't look good. I, I trust Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, Jones. I, I think they're going to be a really good team at season's end. Is it going to cost them a division? Probably not with the way that the Chargers are coached. But who knows? They own the division. They'll still probably win the division. But are they going to end up with home field advantage? Are they going to have to do it on the road? And it looks like unless certain guys really step up, some of the young guys, who are going to be the playmakers? You know, did they miss Chris Jones that much? What if they don't have him down the stretch? They're not going to the Super Bowl. What if they don't have Travis Kelsey for a three or four game shot? Well, they, they're going to be in trouble. So I, I see issues here. Not overly concerned. And of the teams that I mentioned, I trust the Chiefs and Andy Reid the most. They'll make the playoffs. Heck, I think they'll win the division. But the the bar is winning a Super Bowl. Are they there yet? Not sure. Right now, they're clearly are not. But after week one, I think it exposed some issues. And now it's about going about correcting them. The schedule is difficult enough to where they can find themselves, let's say, after week six, maybe with a with a three and three-ish type record. And if that's the case, then you dig yourself some holes. Everybody talks about, well, 17 games, you, know, you can lose games in the NFL. You can't lose many. And you lose a couple of games in the first five or six weeks, you have no margin for error. And it is tough to win eight or nine games in a row in this league, even if you are clearly the best team. So I put the Chiefs on the list relative to what they are. They're good. They're championship good. Do I see some chinks in the armor in a competitive AFC where everybody appears to be good? Look, let's call it what it is. I should have and could have thrown the Jets on this list simply for the fact that Aaron Rodgers is no longer there. That's kind of a a, a, a cheap, you know, a direction to go. But that's one team that you can eliminate, I think, from Super Bowl contention. I'm not sure that Buffalo's great. Is Miami going to be good enough defensively? Cincinnati, we just talked about. Pittsburgh, you know, not very good. Baltimore, we'll see. Uh, the Chargers, do you trust them? Still like the Chiefs' chances, but they're not the clear dominant favorite looking type team early in the season. That's why I put them on the list. Hey, uh, another list you need to put be, be put on or put on your list, I should say, is LandryFootball.com. Take advantage of the football season sale. Get involved with the best football information and analysis on the college and pro game. Uh, players, teams, coaches, schemes on the college or NFL level. We got you covered at LandryFootball.com. So make sure that you check it out today. Also, a reminder to subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network on Apple, on Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And, folks, take advantage of the free money offer from MyBookie. Go to MyBookie.ag and use the promo code LANDRY, all caps, L-A-N-D-R-Y. Um, folks, if you put a deposit of $50 or more, you can get as much as $250 bonus in cash that will allow you to wager. Uh, you got the best information to inform yourself, and you get some free money. What a good combination to have. Chris Landry, uh, LandryFootball.com, I should say the Landry Football Podcast Network, and my bookie using the promo code 
Landry, all caps, L-A-N-D-R-Y. Hey, we'll be breaking down the previews of the week uh, three matchups in college football and week two in the NFL, so make sure that you look forward to it on that. You want some insights? Uh, got an interesting post on Landry football about how Bill Belichick actually works and puts together his philosophies, how he's going to play. What do the Jets should do at quarterback? What are the options going forward? Um, kind of take a look at the state of college football and the state of Texas, how Texas has turned it around, but the Aggies are struggling. Top uh, performances of the true freshman in week two and the breakout performances of week two action in college football. Uh, you want to learn why we use a lot of pre-snap motions in the NFL. What's the reason for that? You can learn X's and O's from a unique perspective, from a coaching, scouting, front office perspective uh, that you can't get anywhere else, LandryFootball.com. So take advantage of it today. Always great to be with you. Look forward to talking with you next time. So long, everybody.